Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You don't always have to like him. But you have to respect him. The Roy Green Show continues. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. You know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's sadly pathetic the way the, the left in the United States is desperately hanging on to tomorrow's electoral college vote, hoping that the electors who are committed to Donald Trump will in sufficient numbers not vote for him to become president of the United States, thereby negating some 62 or 63 million people who voted for him in 30 out of 50 states. They keep talking about the popular vote going to Hillary Clinton. Well, that's because California has a population of 33 million, far more than other states, and that carried that extra roughly 2 million votes for Clinton. Here's a a bit of a story from um, the New York Post. Let me read you just a little bit. Electors around the country are being harassed with a barrage of emails, phone calls, and letters, and even death threats in an effort to block Donald Trump from being voted in as president by the Electoral College on Monday. The bullying is overwhelming Sharon Geisy's tech devices, but not her resolve to support Trump. The Mesa, Arizona grandmother woke up Wednesday morning to more than 1,500 emails demanding she not carry out her legal duty to vote for the president-elect. They just keep on coming and coming, Geisy told the Post, estimating she's received more than 50,000 emails since the election. They're overpowering my iPad. Her answer? Mass delete. Despite the avalanche, she said her decision to back Trump is stronger than ever. Quote, obviously their minds are made up and they're not going to change them and neither am I, the soft-spoken Geisy said. Reports of GOP electors being badgered have been reported in numerous states, including Georgia, Idaho, Tennessee, Arizona, Utah, and Michigan. For Michael Benarian, a senior at Oakland University in Michigan and a Republican elector, the harassment comes with a dark side. He said he's been getting death threats via email, snail mail, Twitter, and Facebook. Somebody threatened to put a bullet in the back of my mouth, Benarian told the Post on Wednesday. Well, Michael Benarian is going to be our guest in about 20 minutes' time. So the Electoral College Republican Party members have been lobbied by Democrats nonstop and called on to be patriots and not vote for Donald Trump. They've been told by Democrats from the college that if the GOP electors refuse to vote for Trump, then individual Democrats won't vote for Hillary Clinton. If you believe that, there's a bridge somewhere just for you. But if 37 Republican members of the Electoral College do not vote for Donald Trump tomorrow, he does not become confirmed as president. The decision will then rest with the House of Representatives. If a Republican member of the Electoral College tomorrow refuses to follow the winning vote in his or her state, and votes instead for Hillary Clinton or another Republican candidate from the primaries who wasn't on the ballot on November the 8th and doesn't have a chance to become president, is that electoral college member who refuses to confirm the decision of the voters in his or her district a patriot or a traitor? I've heard both used. Uh, Republican electoral college members have received begging messages like the manipulative drivel from Hollywood's former stars. I'll play the full audio in a moment. 
and they've been lobbied by other Democrat Electoral College members and, as I pointed out, have received death threats as well. Um, So we're waiting to find out what Donald Trump intends to do as far as managing his business and real estate empire is concerned while he's in the White House. This is something we don't know yet. Uh, Trump thumbed his nose at uh, China's preferred way of being dealt with by speaking directly with the president of Taiwan, which China insists is part of China. U.S. presidents are not supposed to speak directly with the Taiwanese president in order to keep China happy. Mr. Trump has made it clear keeping China happy isn't one of his preoccupations, and that'll place Trump in direct contrast to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who appears to be currying favor with the Chinese government. So we've heard and seen at least some of what Donald Trump's management of the United States will be. We've seen people march in and out of Trump Tower in in Manhattan. He's going to build a wall between the United States and Mexico. He keeps reconfirming that. He appears ready to withdraw federal funding for American cities, which describe themselves as sanctuary cities and refuse to cooperate with federal immigration officers to locate and remove from the United States illegal entrance to the country. Trump does seem ready to create a more agreeable relationship with Vladimir Putin. And as for Putin directing hacking of the Democratic Party members' emails, there hasn't been any proof shown to anyone. There's the report that there's a consensus among uh, intelligence agencies, but where's the proof? It should have been shown by now. But back to the bottom line, if 37 members of the Electoral College were bound by state law in many of those states, if 37 of them change their minds and do not vote for Donald Trump tomorrow, He is not going to be confirmed as the president of the United States. And what do you think the reaction by Trump voters on November the 8th is going to be? How do you think people who voted for Trump on the 8th of November, how do you think they'll react if the decision of 62 million people in 30 out of 50 states is overturned by a majority of a group of 538 people tomorrow? I want to talk to you about that at 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Is there anything that that Donald Trump has done since November the 8th which makes you question whether he really should be president of the United States? You can easily think of everything that happened in the primaries and everything that that happened during during the actual general election, but... More specifically, since he won the election, since the date of November the 8th, has Donald Trump done things, said things, tweeted things, which make you wonder whether he really should be the president of the United States? Has he done things, said things, tweeted things, which make you now think that maybe he does not deserve the presidency, even if you felt very strongly pro-Trump previously? 1-800-263-2428. In your view, just yours, in your view, does he deserve, Donald Trump, does he deserve to have the majority of the 538 members of the Electoral College, and we'll talk to one of them shortly, does he deserve to have the majority of the 538 members of the Electoral College vote for him? My view Absolutely. He won the election. He won 30 out of 50 states. What we're hearing from the left and the Democrats is nonstop whining from the very people who argued that they were not satisfied with Trump. They challenged Trump when he said he wasn't sure that he was going to sign on to what the election was going to turn out. 
what the election was going to determine, who are the ones who are challenging the election nonstop, who are the ones who are issuing death threats to some of the members of the College of Electors? It's the left. 1-800-263-2428. Has Donald Trump done anything, said anything, tweeted anything, which makes you question whether he should receive the majority of the votes of the Electoral College tomorrow. We'll come back.